The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Good morning, Friday morning here on Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. He's Damon Benning. I'm Andrew Rogers, and we are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. 590 ESPN Omaha, 1480 ESPN Lincoln. We're live on Twitter. We're live on YouTube. We were just live on TikTok, but we took a short break. Uh, we will get back to our rankings, uh, and DB and I talked a little bit during the break um, about the difference in ours, and uh, let's just say uh, we we analyzed the game differently. Uh, <laughs> I, I would maybe trust DB more than I would trust me, <laughs> no, but, but you know you, what? When I'm right, you'll, yeah. I'm going to be on a throne. Yeah, Michigan Lance one time called in, and he said, DB, when you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you are dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be me in certain that, that's, instances. That's, that's but about how it is. We'll touch up on our final uh, – four, five, and six in those rankings, and then toss our sleeper out there as well after we talk to Amon Green at the 8 o'clock hour. Should we do the six-pack? Time now for the sports six-pack on Coffee and Cream with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning, presented by Zipline Brewing Company. You've got that right. Zipline tossed us some beers, too, the other day. Uh, gave us four packs, and the uh, dear old Nebraska brew... The red one, I'm trying to – because you may not know names, DB. <laughs> the one that was red. I love uh, it. I love pretty tasty. Passive-aggressive low-key having my hand tasty held. I love it. Drink. Uh, yeah. Sports six-pack presented by Zipline Brewing Company. Shaner's got your questions over there. Shane, kick us off. Question number one. How is the current Husker staff approaching strength and conditioning, and what are some of the different philosophies that go into it? This was a question from Twitter last night, and you kind of touched on it a little bit in the first segment. Twitter. So from what I can gather so far, it's a lot about um, explosive. So a lot of times there's different philosophies. I'm trying to answer this quickly, but there's a lot to it. Sometimes it's about putting on mass and then tearing down and then working on explosion. And as you ramp up closer to the season, like there's usually kind of these blueprints and set patterns. I think for Nebraska right now, it is trying to accomplish a couple of things at once. Getting the body types right in terms of lean muscle mass while remaining explosive they're learning some new lifts they're learning a few new techniques and so i think the teaching mechanism is still mm -hmm. in play but right now it's about adjusting the body types before they they narrow it down to get specific and as Corey campbell um as a person one word to describe him is demanding and i've heard that uh, from Coach Rule. I've heard that from former players. I heard that from Brian Burns the other day on Twitter talking about Corey Campbell as a strength coach. Uh, he pushes guys to reach their goals. He will never leave their corner. 
He's high energy, a consistent guy, and he's going to make you work. Yeah. So the program's putting emphasis on those things. Question number two. Why do you think so many reporters and analysts are so critical of Trey Palmer still to this day? Because he played at Nebraska. <laughs> That's the answer to that question. <laughs> That's what There's this the point of view from is. people that are either unfamiliar with Nebraska or just dislike the program entirely to think that because fans here are so passionate about their team and believe that they're the best ever to walk this earth, that they can't actually be the best ever to walk this earth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the production, like you want, there's always two ways to look at evaluation. You want the tape to validate what you see in person or does what you see in person validate the tape? And I think with Trey Palmer, so far, at least at the Senior Bowl, what they've seen in person hasn't necessarily justified what they've seen on tape. Now, I think he's had a good last day, especially the one-on-ones versus guys like Riley Moss that give him a good look because I think Riley Moss is uh, he's certainly going inside the first three rounds. I could see him getting into the second round so that's a that's a quality corner that he's working with. But I think when you hear the legendary stories about his long speed and four three this, sometimes it doesn't translate mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what they've seen this early. So I think he's garnering a little bit of criticism. But I think it's ba- it's kind of what I talked about with Malachi Coleman. Could could be a great player, but it'll be relative to what your what you think like what your expectation level is. Like he's got to meet the expectations, which I think is the primary reason for what he's falling victim to. In terms of Look, I'm not here to tell you Trey's the best, but all season people were critical of his hard, ability. Hard to argue with predictivity. over because he played for a bad football team. Being on the fallers list, come on. The only people that have fallen and still haven't gotten back up are the Purdue defensive backs. <laughs> I remember saying when Brock. Question it, number three. He doesn't look like he's moving as fast as he is, but he doesn't get caught. Have you seen any change in the demeanor or approach of these other teams when they come to Nebraska or recruit Nebraska kids and now that there is a new sheriff in town? <sighs> not yet. Um, I, I still, you know, there's not really the... They don't seem too uncomfortable, right? Uh, I, I think that hasn't changed yet. Now, will that be? Sure. Right, I saw Nebraska come back for a second visit impromptu, and we saw how that worked out with Barnes. An impromptu visit just because they caught wind via social media about another school that was in the building. So what does Nebraska do? They come back for round two over on 90th in Pacific. So I think you're going to get that with this staff. They're not, again, Tom Petty, they won't back down. But They I don't ha- leave any stone unturned. But I won't, I haven't necessarily seen a change in other schools coming in here, right? We've seen some newbies too, North Carolina, Virginia, Northwestern. Um, nah, not yet. Yeah, in years past, coaches could capitalize in this area a lot more than they can now. I know we're short on time. Shanner, let's move on. Question number four. What's a, what's a hobby that would turn you off, would be a turnoff? Um, the hobby smoking. That, is smoking a hobby? I don't know. Is it? 
Cig smoking? I don't like cigs. It's definitely a turnoff. No offense to you smokers out there. Oh, you. Avery's like, not me. <laughs> uh, a hobby? Uh, I don't uh, know. Shane, would you consider smoking a hobby? Because you do it a lot. Like he you vape. That's different. But he does it a lot. Is it an addiction? Is it a hobby? Like, what is it? Like, would you consider it a hobby? Uh, a hobby would be something you'd have a general interest in, and you would you would go out of your way to... Oh, I got one. I got one. Okay, what do you get? Th- those people that are, like, into fitness, and they're losing weight, and they tell you every three days about where they are with their progress. You mean CrossFitters? That's a turn off. <laughs> I other, used to do let, let other people comment on that, not you. I don't... I don't need that. <laughs> How's that? Question number five. If flag football, if the flag football pro game flag? just, just mm-hmm. doesn't work, turns out it sucks. Oh, the Pro Bowl. Flag? The flag. flag. How would you enhance oh. the game to make it more exciting? Oh, I've thought about this. You make it a Pro Olympics. You like that? Play off the Pro Bowl. Pro I get it. Olympics. I'm waiting for you to expound. So so you have like 10 events, and I had to write these down just so that I could be prepared for it. You have the offensive line compete in some type of food-eating contest. Okay? Then you have kickers that play kickball home run derby. <laughs> okay? You have quarterbacks play dodgeball. You have defensive linemen run the 4 by 100 relay. And then you have wide receivers and DBs play capture the flag. Okay, you make like a day of 10 events, expand the list. But this is where it gets interesting. The winners of each event get like bonuses of some kind, whether it's 25K, 50K, 100K, and gambling. Of course for you. Yes, gambling is encouraged (laughs) among all the players on the field. And then you have a fan vote for each event, and whoever wins the fan vote gets an all-expenses-paid trip to the Super Bowl. I can't top that. Shane, number six? I Question number good. six. <laughs> <laughs> if you get offered a billion dollars to never attend a sporting event again, would you take it? How much? One a billion. billion dollars. Yeah, I stopped yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. I'd take the billion dollars. Sorry, too. kids. I'll be streaming your games. <laughs> In my gold throne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm the same. I'm with DB there. I'm, I'm going to sit at home. I, even even though I don't have kids yet and I haven't gotten to experience those moments I don't know. With would them, you take a billion dollars to miss your little boy or girl's first, like, T-ball game? It's, it, it's online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying somebody to stream it to home. <laughs> wow. We're so shallow. It's a billion dollars. No, I get it. I don't even know if I have to think about that. Hey, speaking of streaming games, how about streaming some high school basketball games this weekend? Maybe Omaha Central is on your bucket list. We're going to talk to Bruce Chubbick Jr., head boys basketball coach, next here on Coffee and Cream. A lot of things that I'd, I'd like to talk to him about because it's a family business for him. I'll let you get right to it. That's next here on Coffee and Cream.